Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What's going on? And uh, welcome to the post-game show here on your Cyclone Fanatic streaming platforms. Now we're going to do something a little um, different here. I'm just going to roll instant reaction into the post-game show. It's going to be the same show today because, frankly, this game's been over for hours. Uh, I'm just going to end up saying the same things over. So I want to thank all of our great sponsors. Of course, our uh, presenting sponsor, Carl Chevrolet, Carl Auto Group. Uh, they've been supporting us for a really long time. Freaking love those guys. They're all over the state of Iowa now. And um, when you are considering a vehicle purchase, you need to support the people who support us at Cyclone Fanatic. That's Carl Chevrolet, Carl Auto Group, and my friends from Centurion Stone, Centurion Stone of Iowa. Now, I'm working, we're actually working on a commercial that will play on these things of what they did for my living room last year. I want to show you guys how great of work that Judd and um, all those guys do. Joe, Brian, Stacy, I got all sorts of friends who work at Centurion Stone, phenomenal people. So shout out to them for sponsoring post game here on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast network and all over the place on our Cyclone Fanatic social media platforms. And finally, our friends, Dr. Warmy and Dr. Greenwald from the McFarland Clinic Orthopedic Surgeon. You see them down there each and every game working on the Cyclones and they can work on you too. Phenomenal people. Uh, we thank all those people for their sponsorship here on the uh, Cyclone Fanatic podcast network. All right. 43-10 to 10 was your final. Iowa State defeats Ohio. I do have some notes here. Um, a lot of stuff in the second half. Boy, I mean, I tell you what, that was one of the longest games I remember. I don't know if it actually was. Um, it seemed like it. It seemed like that game took forever. Uh, what time is it? It's 4.46 right now. The game just got over kicked off at one. So yeah, you were pushing a four hour game here. Uh, regardless, um, I was reminded by my wife when I was texting her the updates on the game. And I was like, this game's really boring. And she go, she basically accused me of being entitled. She's like, they're winning by 33. How is that boring? And I'm like, eh, it's a really good point. It's a really good point. So I actually really enjoy the second half. I like games like this where you get to watch some of the young guys, I was taking a lot of notes on that, and we'll get through uh, today. You know, Iowa State covers the spread easily. They hit the over. Uh, so really a lot. I, I know it was a sloppy second half. I get it, uh, and I'm right there with you guys. But I also realize uh, what's no, what, you're, you're starting to work a lot of guys in there, specifically on defense, a lot of new guys didn't um, exactly have your A-team out there. And that's good. They needed a game like this for um, for that. I want to talk about the backup quarterback play. I mean, this is one thing. I think Cook looks better than Beck at this point for me. I guess I'm starting from the back working forward, but that's okay. Um, there's a pretty big drop-off from one QB1 to QB2. So they've got to keep Hunter Deckers. Um, they've got to keep him healthy because it, it that would be a major change for Iowa State football if, if Hunter would go down. It certainly appears that way at least. 
Um, I think Iowa State might have the best running back room that I've ever seen. They go 4D. They, I mean, these guys, so I think Jairo Brock has been as nice of a surprise as anybody so far this year. I thought he would be good. I didn't think he'd be this good. He's been phenomenal. Deion Silas gets into the end zone today. Re- look awesome. Average 5.8 yards per carry. Eli Sanders comes in, plays a lot late in the game. He looks bigger. We knew he had the speed. He can play Big 12 football. There's no doubt about it. In my mind, Eli Sanders is ready to play if Iowa State needs him to. And, of course, Catavius Norton, from what I understand, will be back next week. He probably could have played today, but what's the point in rushing it? You just beat Ohio by 33 and really didn't do anything in the second half. So um, all that's really good stuff. They are. That's as deep as I've ever seen this this room at running back, and this is my 18th year of covering Iowa State football. One through four, I think they can win with any of those guys in the Big 12. So that's great. Another good game by the offensive line, a group that continues to surge. Looking forward to um, seeing that group when it is 100% healthy. But nonetheless, just another check mark. Things continue to ascend there. Uh, Hunter Deckers was great today. Complete 78% of his passes, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, just really, really fantastic there. The offense was very, very efficient. Xavier Hutchinson, nine catches, 93 yards and a touchdown. Uh, just, just good, good all the way around. Let's talk about the defensive performance today by Iowa State, which was really solid. Again, the, you know, the touchdown there for this Ohio team, it's just kind of hard. I would like to go back and see exactly how many reserves Iowa State had in at that time. It was just a sloppy start to the second half for Iowa State's defense. And I'm not sure you can blame them. Uh, you you want to play perfect football, but that's just not in the cards. But I, I thought Orion Vance want to have one of his better games in his career today. Uh, he had a hurry, a forced fumble, a sack, tackle for a loss, which is the sack. Uh, he was really good. Uh, I like Verdon, seeing Malik Verdon out there. Bob Fryler didn't play. Hopefully you get him back next week. But I thought Verdon was pretty good. I love Iowa State's corners. I, th- I think that the, the two corners are probably the most talented tandem at corner that Iowa State's had in the Matt Campbell area with Miles Purchase and TJ Tampa. Really, really fantastic um, to see the defense. I thought... I wasn't questioning the defense after week one. They didn't look great, though. Then last week, it's Iowa with historically one of the worst offenses we've ever seen in college football thus far. So it's kind of like, to me, I just wanted to see the defense out there against a competent offense, and they were really good. You know, like, I, Ohio isn't great, but you still hold them to 233 yards. How many takeaways did Iowa State have? They had three turnovers. Yeah, three turnovers today for the Cyclones. Um, so you, you're going to win a lot of football games when you're when you're taking the ball away like that. Um, other guys, I, you know, I, I thought the whole interior defensive line was really sharp. Really dominated the football game up front. Did Iowa State on the defensive end? Anthony Johnson had one of the great plays you'll see this year in the first half with an interception. 
which was awesome to see. Uh, so there you go. I want to talk about a couple Big 12 related things here. And if you guys have questions, fire them away here in the comments and I'm glad to answer them. I'm producing this all by myself, so I'm trying to uh, kind of do everything on my own right now. The um, Kansas State, and I apologize for you listening on podcast now, but kind of a live interactive show at this point. Kansas State currently tied with Tulane as we go late into the fourth quarter. Baylor is getting waxed at Oregon. Um, Kansas and Houston, last I saw, was in a weather delay, and they were tied. Kansas is good, okay? Like, we're past the point of, oh, Kansas needs to prove it. They're legit. That road game to Lawrence looks tough now, okay? So everybody needs to quit making fun of um, – you know, quit making fun of Kansas football. They're, they're, they're not back, but they're not like the laughing stock that they have been. I don't think the Big 12 has a bad team. I do think Baylor is super interesting. Uh, as Gage on the Cyclone Fanatic Facebook page asked what I think about next Saturday's game. Baylor struggled a little bit today. They ended up winning 42-7 to over Texas State. Took care of business, covered, did all that stuff, which you would expect from Baylor. Listen, um... What does it mean? And I don't know if it means anything. Does it mean anything that BYU, who just beat Baylor, is getting killed at Oregon? I don't know, but I'm throwing it out there. Where is Baylor at? That young quarterback uh, is going to have a hard time, I, I, I think, with this defense and this crowd next week, right? I think Iowa State will be favored in that football game. I, I do. Uh, I, think, I think Iowa State will be favored now. I'm going to owe Brent Bloom a case of high noons. Um, I didn't think they would be going into the season. Iowa State will be favored next week. Small favorite, but they'll be favored. Bob, I disagree with you. Bob says on Facebook that West Virginia is pretty bad. I don't. Why, why are they pretty bad? Close loss, on the road, rivalry game, top 25 team in Pitt, and then Kansas. You know, you, you lose to Kansas. Kansas might win at Houston today. Kansas is going to be 3-0. and Is West Virginia, like, one of the best teams in the Big 12? Probably not, but if you watch their games, they're not bad. We, Kansas the last few years is bad. That West Virginia team will win some games. And he might get fired, but they're not bad. They have talent. And I think you look up and down the roster of this Big 12 right now, it'll be interesting to see how Texas Tech does tonight against NC State. They just beat Houston. Houston's really good. Houston's probably going to, you know, they're going to be right there in the American. Uh, Tech is fascinating. Looking forward to watching that game against NC State tonight. But the Big 12, 1 through 10, this is not a cliche where anybody can beat anybody. I truly believe that. Oklahoma pounds Nebraska today, so they look really good in their first test. Boy, Nebraska's bad, though. Nebraska's horrible. I think Northwestern ended up losing to Southern Illinois. Northwestern beat Nebraska. Nebraska's really terrible. Fascinating game next week between Kansas State and Oklahoma. We'll have to wait and see as far as um, what happens in this Tulane and Kansas State game. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, so anyways, yeah, that, that's kind of all I got for you guys right now. This is a really um, productive day, I thought, for Iowa State. I really wanted to see the backup quarterbacks. I'm a little concerned about that. you got to keep Hunter healthy. I think that changes a lot. I think last year Brock goes down, Hunter comes in, playbook doesn't change. 
I don't think that would be the case this year. Cook, to me, looks like the guy over Beck. Just off the naked eye. I don't get to watch him in practice. Uh, we'll see what you guys think. Uh, Rick says, we are really good. I'm excited about this group. I think that that's fair. Uh, Charlie, I don't know why, but I got the move from Matt about today's game. It was similar to his second year at Akron. He knows he can't make the same mistakes in one of the Big 12. I, yeah, there's probably something to that, too. And I think that a couple of passes that Hunter threw, specifically in the first half, probably would have been picked off next week against Baylor. So it's good to make the mistake and, and still win, right? I think that they'll be able to do some teaching. That young man is confident with his arm. And, and good on him. He's got a cannon. But there were a couple of those where he threaded that needle. Woo! I mean, they were that close to uh, being picked off. And uh, I actually agree with you, Jeffrey. Coach is going to light this team up a bit for details. I, I would agree. There's a lot to – this is a good win. This is a great game because you, you, you comfortably win, positive stuff, momentum. But if you're Matt Campbell and John Haycock and Tom Manning, you have plenty to take in there and teach with as you head into next week, 11 o'clock kick against Baylor. All right, um, that's it for me. I want to thank our sponsors, Carl Chevrolet, Centurion Stone of Iowa. And um, we'll be back. Williams and Bloom podcast coming up on Sunday night. A lot to talk about. It's going to be a good night in the Big 12. Be able to talk about this Kansas State-Tulane game. See how Kansas turns out. Houston. I think NC State and, Kansas, and Tech could be a really good football game tonight in Raleigh as well. Thanks for watching. Appreciate you guys, Connor Ferguson and Jared Stansbury and Jacqueline Cordova. We're going to have complete coverage for you guys all night long, heading into tomorrow at Cyclone Fanatic. And, of course, it's uh, Big 12 week. Kick it off next week with Baylor, 11 a.m. kick. Thanks for watching, guys. Take care.